0: Welcome back to another episode of Gems Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to Gems Podcast. I'm the founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today. Is Lee Hurl. And here's a bit about Lee. She is a fiercely determined and energetic woman who is the founder of Meg Hart, a successful business owner, author, TEDx speaker, wife, and mother. Lee also had a secret that nearly killed her. When she discovered the true healing power in sharing her secret and breaking her silence, she looked around and saw many others. Also silenced by shame, guilt, regret, and unable to heal or move on, that's when she created Meg Hart, a pseudonym. So, without further ado, please welcome Lee Hurl to Jum's Podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. My pleasure, Lee. So, before we dive into our subject, which will be secrets and all of the things um, around secrets, I want you to share a fun and interesting fact about yourself or something crazy that you've done in your life.
1: Oh, something crazy I've done in my life. Oh. Um, that's really. Oh, something crazy. I lived a pretty crazy life when I was a teenager, so um, did a few crazy things. And um, I'm, I'm, yeah, stuck actually with a fun, interesting <laughs> fact about me.
0: <laughs> well, maybe we could break the ice using what's the secret that almost killed you then?
1: Ah, yes, there you go. So I had a secret and... Um, I was married young, had three beautiful children. But in that marriage, I um, discovered that my husband was leading another life. But I was frozen and riddled with shame and guilt and regret that I couldn't speak up. I was worried what it would do to my children, my family and that also allowed my husband at the time to um, further start manipulating me and with the emotional abuse inside the marriage. And it just escalated from there where I just could not get out of it. And I kept that secret because I felt so much shame.
0: Wow, when you were going through this with your husband and when you found out that he was um, living another life, did you ever confront him or how did you find out about it?
1: So I found out by accident (laughs) um, on his computer. I accidentally found um, that he'd been living this life for quite a long time and I confronted him. Yes, I did but he had me convinced that I could never survive without him especially financially and it I just felt I started to begin feeling so trapped and that I couldn't destroy my children's life and so but I had to, I felt, and when you look back at the way you are raised, has a great impact on your filters and how you see the world and how you handle situations. And I was raised in a family where you did not bring shame to the family. Um, so I automatically felt that. So I had to protect my family. And that, the shame that I felt, rendered me silent so I was battling all of this on my own
0: wow and that's a lot to carry Mm. on your own especially you know not only just being a wife and dealing with the complexity of your partner leading a double life but then also the mother part um keeping a huge secret from your children so At what um, ages did you share this information with your children or do they even know that something like this took place? They
1: they know now, um, but still um, with one of my children, I've spoken honestly and openly. Um, they're adults now. So, but still to this day, I haven't, unless they've come and asked me about it, I haven't spoken... Um, I've left it with them to decide when they wanted to know about it so I think one of the big points about keeping a secret and feeling you know being silenced by shame is that you don't have the support that you need to get through what um, you need to get through to face your reality and The other big thing is to have the the strength to make decisions that you need to make. And without that support, you can't do that. So you're actually left more vulnerable by the perpetrator. So in my situation, I was more vulnerable to him. So that's when the emotional abuse started to escalate even further. And that's where I was convinced I couldn't survive without him. That's where he would started taunting me further and telling me, um, trying to convince me that he and the children would be better off without me if I took my own life. And that's when I started to spiral down into deep depression and suicidal thoughts. So... Um, there's lots of different aspects, like if keeping a secret, you know, it's not just um, not having that support, but you also are a lot more vulnerable to the abuse.
0: And did you ever think on the flip side, um, before you got to the point of the depression and the suicidal thoughts and et cetera, did you ever think, okay, what about if I play devil's advocate? and I emerge myself in the double life and let whoever was on the other side of the spectrum know about you and what was going on, then, you know, you kind of would get at the root cause and kind of cut that off. Yeah,
1: look, um, he told me he ended it and that it was all finished. Um, and I didn't believe him for... a while the trust wasn't there but I think I checked out actually of the marriage all I wanted to do was keep my family together and my children together so I didn't want to disrupt and break my children's life like that's how I saw it and I I was just so consumed with keeping my family together that that's all I was concerned about if that makes sense
0: yeah that makes sense in Mm. a sense but then let's look at the impact of Mm. that because Mm. sometimes we try to do certain things to mask what's really going on when in actuality children are very smart and innate of what is taking place in the household and how it's affecting them so maybe whenever you were going through um This phase, they saw that you were changing, but they didn't necessarily know how to approach Mm. you from a children to mother relationship. So let's look at the impacts that secrets can have because sometimes we think that maybe our family member doesn't know, but in actuality, they do know and they're just waiting for us to come out and ask for help.
1: That's exactly right. And the impacts, children are so intuitive and I wish I had have known what I know now, Back then they are so intuitive and they can pick up everything. And when you look at it, really what you're doing is you're in fact, passing um, your trauma down to them because um, you're not dealing with that trauma and you're not facing it and working through it. So you're not showing them how um to we all face trauma in our life you know things happen and it's about showing our children how to face them how to deal with them safely and how to heal and I wasn't showing my children that you know I was showing them how to bury it how to stay in that trauma cycle and they could see me slipping further and further down and you know what kind of example is that to show our children And I think that's why I'm speaking out to try and help others break their silence and where there's a perpetrator, take the shame and place it where it belongs because it's not your shoulders to bear that shame.
0: Very, very profoundly stated. And so for anyone who's listening and who may be in the trap of a secret right now, how can they share their secret in a safe space in order for the healing process to begin?
1: So what they can do is they can find someone that they trust. Um, Actually, I just want to take, if we've got time, a quick step back. Um, There's all different types of secrets, but it's these secrets that weigh heavy on us that we carry that really are the ones that do damage. And it's how often our mind wanders to these secrets um, that really can start to cause damage by um, mind wandering causes rumination. And rumination is really the seeds for depression, anxiety and suicidal thoughts. So when your secret is impacting you in that way, that is when you need to find someone you trust and confide in or you can confide anonymously. And that's why I created Meg Megheart Meg Heart is a pseudonym and a place for people to break their silence safely and share their secrets. Because until we start doing that, we will stay riddled with shame, guilt, or regret. And in that vicious trauma cycle, you can't step out of it and start to heal until you break your silence and face your reality but also get the support you need to make the decisions you should have made for my case a long time ago. Mm,
0: And I like the fact that you are encouraging them to take that first step. And taking Mm. that first step is opening your mouth to release that emotional bondage or baggage by sharing what that secret is And then once you share what that secret is, then examine where you are presently and where is it that you need to go in order to see a full effect of healing in your life. And then who do you need to connect with is what I'm hearing too, whether it's a therapist, a trusted family member, a friend, or somebody that will be a partner with you as you walk through this journey and hold you accountable. That is correct.
1: So, and I can tell you from my experience, once you break your silence, for me, I said six words, I need to tell you something. And once I said that and broke my silence to a trusted friend, the weight that lifted off my shoulder was just phenomenal. And then I was able to start my healing journey. And I, can't stress enough until you do that you can't start your healing journey you can't step onto that healing path
0: wow and oh my gosh it's just so much that i want to say i wish we had an hour versus yes but so whenever you um confided in your french what did your friend say when you released the secret to them? Because I think that's also important. Whenever oh. The response of the individual that you share your secret to, because it could either help you on the road to recovery and healing, or it could take you back.
1: Most certainly. And this is really important for people out there who, um, you know, are there or have someone who does confide in them. It's really important to be present and just sit and listen. I can't stress that enough. My girlfriend that I confided into was incredible. She just sat there and listened with so much compassion. And then she helped me process it and me make the choices and work out in my head what I needed to do. And she asked questions but it was about me making those decisions and empowering me and then also holding me accountable. And that's really important. And in the book Carbon Under Pressure, you really see that um, where um, Rose, the character really learns um, not to fix, not to um, you know, try and fix things or drive things to happen. It's about sitting and being present and being that support person and letting that person um, be empowered to make the decisions that they need to make when they're ready.
0: Mm, okay, so just be there to be that listening and sounding board, to be there for emotional support, not to necessarily be the fixer, because if you try to fix it before the individual is ready, then it may take them longer in order to work through it, because then they may feel like, oh, okay, am I being judged or am I being seen in a different light or et cetera? Exactly. And you've got to remember, you may you
1: um, could probably see it very clearly, but they've got a lot of these um, really strong emotions that they may have hung on to for years and years that they've got to process. And they actually don't start processing it until they break their silence. And so, you know, they've got a lot of processing to do. So it's really important to be supportive and just be an active listener.
0: Yes. So, 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 so true. And I think that's, um, you mentioning that draws me to the next question, because I know you help others look for ways that they can shift the shame, the guilt, and regret to where it belongs, and just really shift it, but leave it there. So it doesn't continue to carry on with you. Because if you allow it to carry on with you, I like to say it can be a leech, it could be that emotional baggage and it can weigh you down and anything weighed down is not going to be able to rise up to its highest potential because there's so much just weighing down your shoulders or etc. That's exactly right. That's it. And you're not living.
1: You're not living, which is a huge price to pay that you shouldn't have to pay you know so yeah once people realize that and take those steps um, they can start their journey like um... I did
0: And your journey has been beautiful because, you know, Meg Hart was, was birthed. The work, yes. the other work that you're doing yes. has been very helpful and necessary for people who want to, you know, just really find their voice again after going through something traumatic. So, what tools and resources did you use to help you come come across um, the point where you're like, I need to start Meg Hart? I need to do this. And then now, to helping other people?
1: Well, for a while um, I'd been saying, you know, I need to help others. Um, I wanna do something to help others uh, go through. And I had to still go through my healing journey. And it was only in the last few years that I really, um, I think we're always going on a healing journey, but I really got to a great place in my life where I'd really process the trauma Um, where I was no longer a victim I made peace with it and you know the perpetrators in my life and so I really wanted to help others because I looked around and could see so many other people suffering in silence and I don't know if you know here in Australia we've got Grace Tame who was last year's Australian of the Year and our laws are, are just so messed up because they silence the victim and the perpetrators have all the rights and so she actively like used her voice and got laws in her state changed um, where she could actually speak out about the abuse that she suffered and so I was so inspired and thought I want to bring more and help people bring their voices um, to light and so I created Meg Hart when um, Rose, someone who I love and know dearly, um, had gone through incredible trauma and wanted to share her story and was on her healing journey. So I walked through with her and supported her in her healing journey and it was just incredible to see. And the lessons we can learn from her story are just phenomenal so I knew we needed to share this and that's when we created Meg Hart because there's parts of her story that the laws in Australia forbid her to reveal so Rose faced three choices she could either stay silent or she could take those parts out in her story or she could tell it in a new way with a pseudonym which is Meg Hart and so that's where we created MegHeart to bring carbon under pressure.
0: That is beautiful because then mm. Rose found a workaround and she was able mm. to tell her story without being silenced by the rules of the government, which would, you know, hinder her from her over um, her overall healing process. And as we begin to wind down, uh, Lee, you're definitely going to have to come back for a part two. But I we want- will. I want you to leave us with your call to action for this segment. My call to action for this segment is
1: to break your silence. Um, Don't, please, if you are rendered silent at the moment and you are suffering, please, you don't deserve to. This is not yours to bear, um, break your silence, find a safe way to break your silence. As Genesis said, with a, uh, a psychologist, a professional, a dear friend, family member, or anyone, or you can even confide anonymously. You can even reach out to us at Megheart. Um, but please know that you cannot start your healing journey and you cannot get off that trauma roller coaster until you. Break your silence
0: beautiful breaking your silence is liberating you to live a free life free of shame free of guilt free of condemnation but it is allowing you to be whole and complete because you're not allowing that secret to contain define or keep you boxed in and on that note lee Plug your website and where you primarily hang out on social media.
1: So our website is MegHeart, that's spelled H-E-A-R-T dot uh, You can go visit us there and subscribe to our newsletters, but also on Instagram and Facebook. We are MegHeart author and follow us on there.
0: Amazing. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of Gems Podcast. You just heard Lee Hurl, and all of her contact information will be in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe and share this segment. We're on forty plus platforms. Also, connect with us on YouTube for all things video content, which is at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And I look forward to having you. Be a part of this community. So I thank you for listening. And until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Remember, your secret does not have to remain a secret. There's freedom when you open your mouth and share. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, K-E-M-P at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.